It's Luke and Naomi. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. Happy episode 33. 33. Three, I like three. it. It's good. I like the number 33. Really? I, I do. I, it was a good age. Oh, and nice. uh, I, I liked it for sports reasons, of course, but 33. I dig it. Let's All do right. it. All right. Uh, good review coming up. That's going to be fun. Terminator 2. We jumped into the 90s. That's right. Switch it up a little bit here. Yeah. So uh, other than that, not a ton going on. Uh, thankfully, I guess we're still sort of on the mend from being sick. You can probably still hear some nasal in, in both of our voices. Probably a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I sound nasally or stuffy or both or what have you, but I know I do. Yeah. You're not back to 100%. Yeah. Every every day on the air, I'm, I'm trying to do the whole uh, deep voice. Oh, uh, so me. you don't sound I'm, bad? Yeah, yeah, I'm talking down here because so you don't hear it through my nose at all. Now I'm just I'm sitting in my chair and comfortable, so you're gonna hear it a lot. Yeah, you've already uh, done all that work earlier today trying to you know, right. mask the sound. So standing up, diaphragm open, all that good now stuff. Now everything's all crunched up. Yeah, you know, professional like. Yeah, that's right, real professional. <laughs> so uh, we had some fun on Sunday. Went over to our friend Tom's house, Tom yeah. and Jennifer. They and, take care uh, of us, man. It's the food. They always feed us, and they they feed us good. Tom got what is it like an outdoor pizza oven? Yeah. For Christmas. Yeah, it's like a, a thing now. It's a it's a big, popular type thing to get. Like they must have just shrunk them down so we can have them in our backyards. It's amazing though. Like I want one of those. He was just making a whole bunch of pizza and just leaving them on the tables yeah, for all go. of us to one. just grab. I, I ate so much pizza. Yeah. By the end of that, I'm like, I really did not need that. Like, that was the most food I've eaten in a while. <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah I'm it, not complaining. I'm was, really not. It was the best uh, part of Sunday because I you know, had to watch the GD Eagles win and head to the Super Bowl. I just, Man, you, know, you had a hard time with that sentence, didn't you? So much. I yeah. just am used to not saying that so nicely yeah at yeah. all so you uh, did um filter very well congratulations on that they're stupid doofus of a head coach oh my goodness wow anyway, tell us how you really feel you, over I, there you don't even know what this guy looks like no i have yeah, no idea i'll show you You'd be I like don't pay oh, attention to that stuff i get it okay well some of it i do like kansas city their coach looks like a walrus kind of <laughs> andy Reid. yes yes i do know that <laughs> Um, I think that's the only one I know of what he lo- Oh, I know what the Patriots coach looks like. Oh, Belichick. Yeah, of yeah. course you do. Of course because you do. Because I've yeah. seen his, you know, no, we got to try harder next time. No, I don't want to answer that. These are the. No, it's fine. The, you know, the, of course, you've seen a lot of the more popular and, and you know, winning head coaches and stuff yes, like that because you know, there's football on all the time, so you yeah. just can't escape it. But anyway, Chiefs and Eagles, that uh, interesting matchup there. A couple of firsts. Uh, first time two uh, black starting quarterbacks and. The first time brothers will face each other. Yeah. So I saw the picture of the mom yeah. um, going around on Facebook where she's got the the jersey that's half Eagles and half Chiefs, um, which and was cool. It's a different kind, too, because a lot of times you see those where it's half and half split down the middle. Hers is like front and back, but with but one, one sleeve each. Yes. Of, yep. Yeah. So I like the way that was done. So that's kind of neat. And the brothers thing is cool. And, yeah, you know. absolutely. Um, I was hoping the Bengals were going to make it just because, I don't know, I I don't know, I just wanted them to win more. Yeah. So I was a little disappointed I just, with that. I, I, if, if, I don't know. I, don't, I was going to say if uh, the Bengals went, they would. I would have picked them to win. But, I mean, they didn't get to the Super Bowl, so I can't. Yeah, so you can't. Well, they wouldn't, no, because no. they no. didn't even go. So uh, 
anyway, they were a good team this year, too. I was rooting for them just as much as – I mean, I love Mahomes and the Chiefs and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and I got nothing against them. I don't know what it was. I just wanted to see the Bengals go to the Super something Bowl different. instead. Well, yeah, I, mean, I think they were that's there what last it was. Year, but, you know, something different anyway. So Chiefs and Eagles, uh, two weeks. That's right. Well, two weeks from two days ago when we were recording this. <laughs> that's right. I'm going to do that math. Mm, yeah. And now I'm cross-eyed. No. Uh, so that's going to be fun. Super Bowl time. Yeah, we'll have to yeah. start planning our Super Bowl menu and all of that junk. Are you going to be taking that Monday off like you do every year? No. You're not no. doing that this year. Is this the first year that you're not doing that? I, don't, I can't tell you that I remember ever taking a Monday off. You always take the soup the day after the Super Bowl off, don't you? No. Where have I, I been? <laughs> I really should. I mean, we did a show together for two and a half years, and we got two two Super Bowls in there at least. I guess I didn't count that. And I was uh, there. Wow. Oh. Get up, go to work on Monday. Uh, now, um, now he, here's the thing: if Dallas ever goes back to the Super Bowl, which you know probably not till I retire at this point. But uh, if, if they, they ever, ever do, do, that will be a Monday and possibly a Tuesday off. Okay. Because, you know, uh, bender either way. I, yeah, Full on bender either way. Win, lose, or draw. It's I am not just be shocked. Maybe I thought like when we first started dating that you would take that Monday off. Um, because after after you said no, you know, we worked together. I was there Monday morning. I'm like, yeah, yeah actually you <laughs> yeah. were. So where the heck have I been? <laughs> Um, brain fog is a real thing. I guess guys. Uh, this is, I'm just blown away. I guess, um, I mean, I've always advocated for it to be yeah, a absolutely. national holiday. Yeah. You know, nobody's productive on that Monday. Oh no, definitely not. People who don't watch the uh, football at all are not productive that day just because it's like the middle of Feb. Well, the beginning of February. We're all tired from winter. Yeah. You know? So, uh, yeah, looking forward to, uh, the Super Bowl anyway, the big game, the big day. It's going to be a lot of fun. Even though you'll have to work Monday, <laughs> like you always do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to work. But uh, not long after that, we're going to have our cruise. We've got that oh, coming up. our we cruise. absolutely have uh, cruise fever. I'm trying to fight it as much as I can. Like, let me get to the end of February. Listen, let me get to damn February. Listen, we it's did. It's the 31st no, when we're recording. We did really, really good because we talked about it when we first booked it. Um, you know, we had that. Oh my gosh, we're going on a cruise and talked about it for like two to three weeks, maybe a whole month. And then we've been quiet about it. So yes, cruise fever can definitely come back. We are less than 60 days away from it. Let's start so planning weird. and partying. When you put it that way with the six, less than 60 days, because yeah. two months is like, yeah, it's two months. That's fine. There's a lot of time. Six, less than 60 days is like, damn, that's going to be here. It's getting close. Compared to when we were booking this... It was nine months away. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, now is the time to start thinking about it. Yeah, we booked this a hell of a long time ago. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so it is it is uh, cruise fever all up in here. Oh, it's been bad. I mean, Naomi's been just far worse. I, I am pretty, like I said, I'm fighting it, but I'm still pretty bad. But you've been just. So the cruise has an app, of course, because everything has an app. So I like logged in, created an account, all this stuff, and it just pulls everything up. And it was just, it was really cool. I could see, you know, I could book excursions right then and there sitting on the couch for this. And then um, it tells you, you know, like your ports and it it shows you uh, the layout of the ship and everything. It was really cool. I was lost on it for about five hours. No joke. 
five hours. Wow. Yeah. Because then it starts getting into pricing for things as well. So I was looking up, oh, we could do dinner at this fancy place. It's $99 a night if we'd like to do that. And just that. like that, the cruise that's supposed to be for my birthday is already planned. Uh, no. I, you'll have decisions that you can make. <laughs> yeah, what? What clothes I wear that day? Sure, absolutely. Probably not that either. <laughs> yeah, yes. This is... I'm, Oh yeah, it's your birthday. It's you. you we'll just, it, it's your trip. Listen, it's your, no, you know, no, yeah. you can plan oh, excursions no. and stuff. You've already told me four things that you're absolutely doing, whether I like it or not. So it's like, well, what well, if I wanted to do something else? Well, you can, but I'm gonna go do <laughs> yeah, this. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you do you. Yeah. Yep. Peace out. Well, listen, I am getting a massage on a cruise. I don't care. <laughs> I don't like, know what your this, obsession with that is. This but. can be your birthday and you can do whatever you want, but I am getting a massage on the cruise. I have heard this so many. I don't know why it's Because so, I need one. And there's also, it's available on the cruise. You could get one tomorrow. I could. And just be done with it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but but I'm not. about doing it on the, and like not even on the islands either. Like by no. the beach. No, it's, it's got to be on the boat. Yeah. Absolutely. There'd be downtime on the boat. I We're on the it. water for like a day and a half before we even see land again. So it's a good time to have a massage. I, I guess so. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate that it makes perfect sense in your mind. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I'm here for it. You know, yeah. I'll have one too. I'm not saying that I, that I won't or anything like that. It's just, it's been funny because you've been just fixated on not the idea that we could swim with some dolphins or anything like that. Which it's is also a, cool. A damn massage on the boat. Yeah. Which is also cool. And I'm down for swimming with dolphins. It's just the, the, the massage, massage thing is like, yeah. that just has to happen. Absolutely paramount. Yeah. Number and one on the I list. I have heard nothing less than just massage. Yeah. It's amazing. It's what's important to me, you know? <laughs> that massage. Oh, man. So, yeah, we've got we've got cruise fever going Can on like crazy. If, yeah. uh, if anybody's got any cruising tips, you know, and, and not like the things you're or that are obvious, you know, if you've been on a bunch of cruises and it's like, hey, I know some secrets. Yeah. Definitely want to hear those. We just found out about the rubber ducky thing where people That's always um, hide rubber ducks all over the cruise. You put a little tag on it that's saying, you know, like, uh, you're in luck. You found a duck or whatever, some cute little thing. And then where you're from um, and then the person who finds the duck can take a picture with it if they choose to they can take it home and keep it or they can rehide it and like it's a legit thing like there's a Crazy. whole facebook group de um, dedicated to this and it's just people who bring like like 40 of these ducks to hide around cruise ships because i mean some of it's fun for the kids where you know gives them something to do go go find the ducks you know probably yeah. keeps them entertained for a while but then you see people who had no idea about this and they're like, hey, I found this on my cruise ship and it said to post a picture and tag this group. You know, it's there. Cruising is like a whole different world. There are people who are just like cruisers for life. Yeah, uh, um, I, we've seen that more and more as we get into yeah. it and stuff like that. So if we do have, you know, if there's any cruisers out there among us, let us know uh, all the all the, you know, the tips I, I, I want to know, like the. The coolest insider stuff we can find and out. And don't you know? tell me that that massage is going to cost me a fortune. I already know. Oh, she knows. I already yeah. know. Oh, they did looked. not. She said the pricing is mentioned, so I'm sure you already know. The pricing is mentioned on, like, a whole bunch of stuff. We're talking, like, the expensive $99 a person dinner if you want to do that and all that kind of stuff. The spa packages do not have pricing on them. All right, so you still don't care. 
uh, it just tells me that it's going to be super expensive. Oh, like yeah. when you go to a restaurant and they don't ask. put the prices, you know that that's going to hurt your wallet. <laughs> you know it. Yeah, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. Yeah, so, so I'm not going to ask. You pretend I'm like just, you're rich. Yeah, absolutely. I'm getting my massage. All right. If you get, you know. Yeah, so don't tell me that, that don't tell me that that massage is expensive. I do know that. That's that's yeah. not a tip. Also, right yeah, that's not an insider tip either. That's just Common knowledge. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, a good guesstimate. Yeah. You know what I mean? But definitely would like uh, any, any kind of good insider info would yeah, absolutely. be much appreciated. Yeah. Much appreciated. So totally forgot to, uh, well, not forget. We just, the days get away from me. All of a sudden it's the day before we're going to record and I never put up a, a topic for our, our this episode. Ah, okay. For in between. I didn't put up any homework. Shame on you. But uh, we talked about that too. I feel like, hey, are you gonna remember to to do we that? We did. We did. Yeah. And uh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, got zero help, just like we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, you know. Um, but I did post the uh, the best meme I've seen in a while. And yes, I posted it. Yes. Yes. Luke posted it. It was not me. It was not me trying to pull one over on everyone. Of course it was Luke who posted this. Uh, so uh, Brandon Epler says, is this the topic we were supposed to be looking out for? He says, I would say the educated guess is Luke, but it feels like a trick. Which yeah, it's a not lot a of trick. People, a lot of people uh, were trying to beat the curve there, you know. Yeah. It, it was definitely me. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it has your name written all over it. Ernest says it looks like something Naomi would post, but that's just Ernest being Ernest, a wise guy. You know what yeah, I mean? you know I didn't post that. Uh, my mom knew it was me. Yes. Our friend Jennifer says, uh, please take the phone away from Luke. Uh, Greg says, Naomi blaming it on Luke. Nope. Yeah. All Luke, 100%. And uh, Brando Brando knew. He you know he just oh, wanted yeah. to hedge his bets there, too. Yeah. So it's uh, in case you haven't seen it. First of all, if you haven't seen it, go on over to our Facebook page and check it out. That's right. And give us a follow, too, while you're yeah. there. Luke and Naomi on air. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it says, Uranus looks like a star. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to. I thought I was going to be able to get through this without giggling like a you dingus. You said but. five words. <laughs> uh, there are rings around Uranus. The wind from Uranus blows at 512 miles per hour. Strong winds. Uranus was once explored, never again. There are dark spots on Uranus, and Uranus is tilted sideways. Let's get right off of that. Because You're done? I just, You're done? Yeah, yeah, so yeah of you course you it. are. See the uh, infographic for yourself. Yeah. I'm going to call it that. Infographic. infographic yeah. yeah so <laughs> I love it. You're a child. I, I just, I love everybody, you know, tried to, I don't know, hedge their bets by going, nah, maybe it's a trick, and Naomi did it, and nope. she's blaming it on Because, you know. Nope. I could Would see not that be happening. me. Oh my goodness! All right, let's do random facts uh, for the week, and we'll get we'll get going here. Uh, your weekly dose of did you know? These ones uh, were pretty okay. Did you know the University of Vermont is referred to as UVM, but it doesn't stand for University of Vermont? That would okay. Be, that would be weird. VM. I don't know. No, uh, it stands for the motto Universitas Viridis Montis, which is Latin for University of the Green Mountains. Okay. There you go. If you ever go northeast, then you know. Well, I mean, Vermont is the Green Mountain State, so there you go. Boom. Uh, did you know Pixar animated 20,622 balloons to carry the house in the movie up? Really? Yeah, even ones on the inside of the, like, balloon, you know, thing, bundle, whatever you want to okay, call it. Okay, yeah. The giant bunch. Uh, 
So basically, they started on the inside and just animated them out. Wow. Yeah, isn't that? That's just kind of mind-blowing there. It's pretty neat. A lot of work. A lot of work. Yeah, for sure. Did you know that uh, Will Ferrell, you know, from Anchorman, Will Ferrell? Yeah. Uh, his dad was a musician with the Righteous Brothers. Really? Yeah. I couldn't tell you what song the Righteous Brothers sing, but if you were to play one for me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's Righteous Brothers. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Will Ferrell's dad and the Righteous Brothers. You know how many, like, how much it comes up where, like, a famous person is a child of another famous person, and it's like, no way, yeah. you know, I didn't realize that they were, you know, related. Or, like, um, when it became common knowledge that Dolly Parton is, what, the godmother of Miley, Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, when I first heard that, that, like, shook me. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, that's not true. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah, it's insane. It is. It's, yeah. it's pretty crazy. Um, and then, of course, you know, Hollywood's going off all about, well, not Hollywood. Some people are going off about the whole, you know, nepotism thing in Hollywood. But it's like, yeah, you know, working as your parents, in your parents' profession, that's not, you know, that's as old as the hills. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of stupid it to complain about that. Anyway, and especially with Hollywood, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, like your parents have the connections already. It, yeah. It's just how it's gonna be. Hey, you know why my cousin's a great carpenter? Because his dad was a great carpenter. Yes, I'm not as good as a carpenter because I didn't grow up around that. Yeah. Same thing with actors, not All necessarily that. doctors. <laughs> Maybe that is, <laughs> that's a gray area. Yeah. Uh, did you know? Scientists think bananas were domesticated more than 7,000 years ago on the island of New Guinea. Didn't know that's where, but I, I heard there was is it domesticated or, or something because bananas used to be like full of seeds and stuff like that. I've never heard that. Oh, that's I've, fascinating. I've heard it, I but I heard it online, so I didn't know if it was true yeah, or not. Yeah, you got to deep dive that one. I didn't, so... I, for sure. Well, rumors at this point. You know, um, broccoli was not actually a plant. That was domesticated through um, manipulating mustard. Really? Yeah, some form of mustard or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, another deep dive for you Ooh. right there. Uh, mustard? Let's and broccoli? Yeah, that broccoli came from some ancient form of mustard. We've been messing with it for a long Just like dogs, you know what I mean? Crazy, huh. right? I need a minute. I kind of need... That was a more interesting fact than any of the ones you've uh, gone through already. Yeah, right. Well, I got one more here. Uh, okay. Did you know to save money during World War One, Woodrow Wilson got rid of the groundskeepers of the White House, kept a flock of 48 sheep on the lawn to chew the grass? Really? Yeah. Now uh, that's a good one. And then they sheared the sheep and they took the wool, sold it at auction to raise money for the Red Cross. Oh, wow. Pretty genius. Yeah. I, I feel like if anybody... If we tried to do stuff like that... You know, like just nowadays, everybody would be like not having it, but it's no. it's such a good idea. Like, and apparently it's worked before, so yeah. why not? I mean, it's frugal, it's practical. I don't know, whatever. Anyway, uh, that is your daily dose, your weekly dose of did you know? And a quick one here that uh, apparently has officially become official: the King of the Hill is coming back. Ah, yes, you're excited about this uh, very much. And I, so I had seen it somewhere else, and now uh, it's come across from like a couple of more sources. So I know. Is definitely official. Uh, all of the major players from King of the Hill, all the voices, of course, except for Brittany Murphy, which is a bummer, right. but, and yeah. Tom Petty, too. So, But uh, the, the whole, you know, Hank, Peggy, Bobby, Boomhauer, of course, that's Mike Judge's voice, too. But uh, yeah. Bill, they're all going to be back. Cool. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Did you another, know King of the Hill's coming back? Another show to add to the list of things we need to watch that we won't get to. Oh, we will get to King of the Hill. All right. We will absolutely get to King of the Hill. I'm, I'm a big fan of King of the Hill. 
And uh, so that's that's uh, that's random facts for the week. Your weekly dose of did you know? Like I said, I got this other one here too. I just I love this. Uh, I just this lady stole a whole bunch of chicken wings. How many chicken wings do you think you would have to have to equal a million and a half dollars? Chicken wings? One point five million dollars worth of chicken wings. One point five million dollars. I don't know. You got to be close to a million chicken wings, right? <laughs> Something. So here's the here's the rub, as it were. Uh, 66-year-old Vera Liddell was the food service director at a school district in Illinois, and she stole a million and a half dollars worth of chicken wings. Right. So she'd been working there for at least a decade, but during the pandemic, she started over-ordering chicken and picking it up herself in a district cargo van. And then, of course, never brought the chicken back to the school. Right. Uh, nobody knows what the hell she was doing. It hasn't That's come out yet. That's what I'm wondering is what are you doing with all these chicken wings? Were you, you know, cooking them for you and your friend and just eating a whole bunch of chicken wings? I mean, like, you know, were I, you selling them back to somebody? I wonder if she's, she was selling them to restaurants or, you know, has a restaurant or something like that where she was trying to double dip or something like that. Really, it, But a million and a half dollars. A million dollars. and a half dollars. Yeah. So nobody knows really how long she's been doing it. They, they say whether she got caught um, during the pandemic or that's when it started. I'm yeah. not exactly sure. Uh, she ended up being caught because she was ordering so much. But, and here's the thing. Criminals are stupid. The school never served chicken wings to the students because they had bone in them. Yep. You know, and some kids just don't know how, you know, it's just avoid the whole thing. Like peanuts. Yeah. So... Bad call on her for that one. I mean, I could see if it was chicken tenders because well, the school see, would serve chicken yeah. tenders or something like that with the chicken wings. Huh. Million and a half dollars worth of chicken. That is a lot well, of chicken wings. Here's the thing: she got away for with it for a long time. For she would have had a, while. a million and a half dollars. That's not one truckload of chicken <laughs> wings. That, that is not a cargo van full. Well, maybe it is a cargo van full of chicken wings, but still, holy socks. Yeah. Yeah, she should have done chicken tenders. She probably would uh, still be stealing them chicken tenders. Yikes. To get to a million and a half dollars? Oh, boy. So there you go. That's just, I had to get that one in there. Uh, just a crazy thing I saw and was like, hey, chicken wings. That's right. You know how much blue cheese you need for a million and a half dollars with it? Gross. Oh, fine, ranch. Yeah. Speaking of which, Ralph sent us a video of a, a person dipping an entire pizza into a bucket of ranch. Yeah. No, thank you. That sounds delicious. No. I'm definitely here for this. Uh, the video is so off-putting. I just, An entire no. pizza into a bucket of ranch? Dipped into the bucket of ranch, and then yeah. like, they took it out and put it in a pizza box, and they're going to send it to you. No. Yeah. No. No thanks, Ralph. Swing and a miss. I'm sorry, Ralph. He's wrong. It's okay. Gross. I spilled some water over here, and now it's all I can think about. I'll get it with my sleeve. Okay, uh, we do have a topic for this week. Okay. Some homework. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do. We have some homework for this week. Naomi loved this one. I do. This is a great topic. So, here we go. I gotta look for it now. I totally lost it. Okay, close that. Open this. You're terrible go, I, well, over there. Well, the King of the Hill thing came across, so that's where it went. All right. Uh, the topic this week, what's your old person trait? And I don't mean like, you know, you got wrinkles or something like that. Yeah, because we all got those. <laughs> we don't care no more. Yeah, the gray hairs are starting to show up Ugh. in the beard. This drive. So we're not talking about that. No. 
All right, so uh, here's a couple of examples to get the ball rolling. My old person trait is that I think a website should work in a web browser and not try to open up in an app. I am definitely down for that. I hate they when I go that, to right? something and it's like, here, you know, download our app so you can view this. And it's like, no, I don't need to see this. <laughs> I'm out of here. Uh, how about this? And I, I, I agree with this one. I, my old person trait is I think video games should work without needing access to the internet. I like that one, yeah. I mean, I, I'm on the fence with that one a little bit because I've been downloading games instead of having to buy and have the physical copy, which I kind of miss, but at the same time, I don't have the clutter. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's my big thing, get rid of that clutter. But, you know, if you, I don't know, sometimes you just want to play a game, and if the internet's acting all goofy because we rely on it for everything, yeah. then you can't play all of a sudden. That's not cool. I'm not here for that. That is not cool. Hmm. Uh, here's another one. You're going to get the ball rolling. What is your old person trait? I think I should be able to talk to an actual person in order to resolve issues with my bills without having to wait on hold for 30 plus minutes. Ooh. Don't get me started on yeah, that one. Because uh, there's 11 roads I could go down with complaining about that one. Like, you know, mm -hmm. get more people working there. Stop having, uh, you know, one company for the whole entire world. Because yeah. then I can't get through because now everybody's trying to call them at once. And then the All one that. person that you've got there has to try to handle 18 million issues so they have no idea what I'm actually talking about and having a problem with. And then they send me to somebody else who doesn't understand either because, you know, they're supposed to be working the IT department, but they're short-staffed, <laughs> so now they're taking customer complaints. Like, no, just no, no. <laughs> I need an actual human being who knows what they're doing. So you... You need to be fully staffed and no no more robots figuring this stuff out. No. But don't get you started. Don't get me started. My old person trait would be that I still don't trust email. <laughs> I mean, you just started ordering stuff online like two years ago. And I barely do that, you know. I've gotten comfortable enough to order email. stuff for like Christmas. But that's like the only time I ever order anything online. The rest of the time I'm like, Nah, I'll just go to the store. That part, too, is more of the instant gratification. But, yeah, I don't trust email still. I still get worried. I send a lot of emails at work, and I'm just like, I hope they get this. And I just <laughs> leave it at that. I hope they get this. Like, okay. That's so hilarious. Speaking of that, and that's, <laughs> That you is know, terrible. That is just, oh, that's no, hilarious. My We sat down to start recording. And had a few minutes while Luke was getting a few things um, together. Doing and I'm like, work. yeah, basically. Uh, not even basically. Yes, <laughs> doing all the work. Um, so I went to refresh my email because I have not checked my email all day. So, you know, you pull down on the screen, let it refresh. And so it said updated just now. Uh-uh. Last email I got was 7 a.m. this morning. You know how much spam I get? There needs to be at least 20 emails in there. And it's telling me, no, you don't have any new mes messages. Man, this is bullshit. I didn't get enough spam. <laughs> well, not that I want the spam. I'm just saying that, like, um, no, I did get emails. This is this is not correct. And? And so now my I don't and I haven't gotten those. was correct, right? I haven't gotten all my spam. <laughs> Listen, you know how much spam mail you get. Oh, it's you terrible. Know? And then it's supposed to be like easy to just and, and unsubscribe, but it's not. Junk mail never quit. It just got worse. Yeah. Because now we get physical junk mail and the spam. So 
we get both yeah anyway what is your old person trait that's the homework for next week uh send us as many as you want if you know you don't have to come up with just one the list is fine i you know look forward to seeing all these a lot of people gonna gonna do some complaining about uh i'm sure the social medias all of technology all of tech it's basically first world uh modern problems is 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 what we're talking here you know but i like it phrased the other I way do though too. what is your old person trait what is uh what's the get off my lawn of 2023 for you oh my looking gosh. forward to that again facebook page that's where we're gonna you know do our answering that's right i, I ain't gonna try to send anybody in any other newfangled no know, tiktok this play, time mastodon that's where we're going that's where we're, you don't know what that is? I don't. It's the, the new Twitter. Everybody's going to jump ship from Twitter and go to Mastodon. I am not learning any new social it's media It's amazing because things. I remember the migration from MySpace to Facebook. Me too. And that was like, we all just kind of was like, yeah, yeah, I'm moving over to Facebook. Yeah. And that is going to start happening with Twitter within the next year or so. I just. And it's just weird to see happen again. Because it's, I mean, you know, with Facebook, nobody left Facebook and went just to Instagram. Everybody kind of, because they own and you can, yeah. send, you know, dual post and all that stuff. But. This is the first time since then that it's going to be this huge jump of people. Yeah. And it's like, just, instead of this, we are now using this. All of us. Super, super fascinating. So. I'm just not here for it. Um, I'm so done with just all of it. I, I can't keep up. And I, I even try to, you know. I'm like, you know I what? Too. I haven't posted in a while on Facebook. I, I should put up an update. You know, I've got family on there and stuff. Let them know I'm still alive and okay. And then I go looking through pictures. And I'm like, nah, I got nothing to boast. <laughs> Screw it. They can text me. <laughs> That's right. You can reach out to me if you want to talk. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, anyway, go on the Facebook. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Luke and Naomi on air on Facebook. If you can't find it, just if you search Luke and Naomi on air, if you just Google that, you should be able to find. You should find something. All of our stuff. That I'm, is us. I'm pretty sure we were just with uh, Jennifer the other day. She, I'm gonna do it just for fun right now. Okay. How do you spell your name? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, I know it's our browser, so that probably doesn't. That doesn't help. Hurt yeah. there, but I mean, you should get our YouTube and our Facebook, like, and Everything's then our Apple Podcasts. That yeah. all should, like the top three hits should be our socials and all of that stuff just in case you don't know yeah but that's where you can leave the comment what is your old person trait what is mine i repeat everything eleven thousand times that's right you do <laughs> i do it's a good old person trait there yeah, yeah thank you uh all right so that should bring us to uh dump -da -da. i forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> Our under a rock review for the week I Get started, some brain fog over there, I, too? No, honestly, I started thinking of how I was going to edit the sounder into... Oh, nice. into <laughs> Were you deciding whether yeah. to keep your ba ba, -ba -da thing yeah, that like, you just did there? Should I do it before or after that? Because that was pretty mediocre. I, do I follow that up with something better? Or how does it see if that's where I went? And then all of a sudden, I forgot that it was called Under the Rock Reviews. Thank you and for... And that you were in the middle of something. Thank you for joining us for the latest one. Hopefully, you just fast-forwarded to this part and missed all the rambling. No, I like the rambling. <laughs> Listen to the rambling. <laughs> Listen to the rambling. Yeah. All right, so I shouldn't put, like, you know, markers on the episodes of where you can... Of where the... No, no. You have to sit through our garbage that's to get right. to the good stuff. That's right. Yeah. You got to hear my thoughts on Plus... the Eagles' doofus head coach. <laughs> Plus, you know, you need the um, topic for the week and all that. Your the homework. homework. Right. Yeah. You can't skip that. Got to do your homework. 
That's right. What's yeah. your old person trait, in case you're just joining us, which <laughs> right. isn't a thing because it's a damn podcast. I still have that radio, you know, format. It's built just, into it's your so brain. Built in. yeah. yeah, that you're just joining us, possibly. Yeah. No. So, all right. Uh, this week, Terminator 2 Judgment Day, as Terminator it is officially two. called. And okay. uh, I'm going to do a little quick backstory yeah. here. So, uh, we obviously have been doing a lot of 80s, if you've been following right along. And after Ghostbusters, like, all right, let's get to the 90s let's start doing some 90s movies we've got more 90s movies on the list coming up and all of that but i wanted to jump to terminator 2 naomi was like well i just don't you know i'm sort of weird about watching the second one without seeing the first one yeah and i've seen the first one a couple times it is just not great terminator 2 is the one of the series yeah so i gave naomi the basic backstory of terminator 2 by the end because of the time loop thing her eyes were just crossed just, what the hell are you talking about yeah they explain it all in Terminator 2. Uh, so before we even jump in, do you feel like you got the timeline, storyline yes. from Terminator 2? Yeah, I completely understood. Okay. Yeah. So uh, without further ado, Naomi's Under a Rock review of Terminator 2, Judgment Day. So I started this too by saying Luke filled me in on the storyline. So I would kind of have an idea yeah. what's going on I just want to explain, you know, because I know we, we did, and nobody's missing like a whole episode where we did Terminator 1 because right. we're just not, I mean, we could go back later on and be like, hey, see how bad this was? And, you know. See, and I don't think I want to waste my time doing exactly. that. Exactly. You know, like sometimes every once in a while someone says, oh, that movie was so terrible. It's just not worth it. And you're like, well, I kind of want to watch it now right. just to see how bad it is. This one, no, I, I do not have any interest in it whatever um so yeah anyway terminator 2 luke said it was fine i don't need the first one explain to me what happens in the first one so we sit down and watch this um first thing i noticed was they really like showing scenes of destroyed playgrounds that was a common theme <laughs> throughout uh the movie but especially in the beginning um first it's like you know metal twisted and destroyed and then you know you've got your opening scenes with uh, scenes with like the names coming across and all that and it's a merry-go-round on fire yeah bum, uh, bum, 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 bum. and other playground equipment burning and, and all of that kind of stuff i'm like okay setting the tone very well here um i'm glad they did explain a little bit about what's going on in the opening um uh, two people are sent back for john connor and it's just who's going to get there first the one sent to destroy him or the one sent to uh, protect him so you know what's going on right away right you know you know the plan of the movie so that they don't have to talk and explain that to you throughout the movie which come to find out they do that a lot anyway throughout the movie yeah where the the dialogue is kind of filling in the holes and a few monologues are in there too um all right next note i had on here uh that fight scene right off the bat where uh oh in the bar yes yeah, so, i need your clothes yes. your boots and your motorcycle and that's exactly what i wrote down you know um because that's, that's that is what scene, he man. says um the worst part about that he you know arnold throws that guy into the kitchen <laughs> and he lands on that flat top <laughs> grill so he's like knocked out and then wakes up because he's, like, burning. So he woke up pretty, like, almost instantly. And then he's trying to get off of it. And he puts his <laughs> hands down and he just keeps burning himself. It was, like, it's that was worst, right? horrible to watch. And I'm like, 
Whoever, like, I don't know if this was a writer who wrote in this kind of description, the director who told him to act this way, or just the actor himself, <laughs> that was really well done. Because that just, that shook me a little bit. It really did. He's a Terminator. It just, you oh, know? it was awful. This evil robot who doesn't care. I mean, he's not evil in this one, but still, you know. Yeah. Cyborg who just... And just throw no him, but I just I, that poor guy, you know, <laughs> that was that was brutal. Love, that was so brutal. Absolutely love the compassion. <laughs> it was. It was brutal. Um, all right, so then you know we 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 get to John Connor, and I found out how bad of a kid this guy is. Yeah. Just you know, he's got shoplifting charges and like trespassing and all that. And then he's like really mean to his foster parents and all that. And she's not my mom, Todd. Yeah, like the <laughs> attitude on this kid. It and was then he the gets early nineties. Still, kids were assholes in the early nineties. Oh man, and he gets worse in this movie. Ah, <laughs> oh, he made me so mad. He's like that late Gen X, early millennial. You know, combination kid. I just... He you, was just you awful. Were, you were hoping T-1000 caught up to him, huh? Um, you know, I wouldn't have been against it at this point. Like, he I was just a I love these reviews, you know? She scolds Wyatt Earp. <laughs> I'm mad hopes because... John Connor dies. Uh, well, just... He was <laughs> a brat. Um, and then he's stealing money, you know? He's oh, the got ATM that, thing. Yeah, the little ATM oh my God. thing, I, which there, was really cool. There is not a kid that I know at the time who didn't want to figure out how to do that yeah it was oh like the God. coolest thing yeah but Thievery. that's still bad you know and then like he stole like what 300 bucks and i'm like really all that work for 300 dollars there's like, a limit yeah i guess yeah You've used yeah i ATM. guess you're right yeah i didn't think about that i was just like and man i would have been dollars and 92 or one or whenever that came out it's like a thousand still i mean you're talking about being in big trouble for theft like this you might as well go big i know it. that's that's all i was getting at yeah you should have robbed four different accounts that's right you know that's all use your head kid <laughs> uh so the terminator cop guy definitely really creepy the t1000 robert patrick man he did a great job he is famous for it it was so well done like just the way like there'd be like a delay and then he'd turn and it looked so robotic. Like, you would think that the whole thing was special effects and all that. Robotic, but also that the fluidity in his movements compared to Arnold, where his right. was more... Ri because Rigid. he's the liquid metal yes. one, and he moved more, and it was... And, but you know, you're still, right, yeah. that robotic feel that you knew, hey, yes. there's something up here that's not human, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, really, really well done. Uh, the music and sound effects were really intense. That was well done, too. I am a firm believer that music and sound effects is what really takes a movie to the next level. Um, I think that's why uh, Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, whatever, um, the one with the Joker, Heath Ledger. Dark Knight. Yeah. Um, that one. I think that's one of the reasons why that movie's so good. Yes, that movie is great, and, of course, Heath Ledger does a great job and all of that. But the music and the sound effects in that movie just take it to this, you know, unbelievable level. And I think with this movie particularly, like, that's what helped make it so good. Because, cool. like, you just, uh, the right tone and all that, 
makes it from instead of, okay, something's going on here, to you feeling that something is going on here. Um, so they did well with that. Off on a side note, Pepsi. Can we talk about Pepsi for a second? Yeah, I love Pepsi. Um, did they fund this movie? Did the writers, oh, this director... Oh, early days of product placement, like paid product placement. Okay. Early days. Okay, because um, Pepsi must have paid some money because what the heck. I felt like it was purposely there everywhere. I think uh, there might have even been some sort of cross promotions and stuff like that at the time. The Pepsi Cola sign in the bar in the beginning. The guy's drinking Pepsi at the lab. And I mean like full on you can see the label, all that kind of stuff. The stuff that like nowadays places you know have learned to either hide I or completely cover up didn't i have seen that movie a thousand times and i have never noticed oh my gosh it's all i could notice wow. was just how much pepsi was everywhere um when the terminator show up at the arcade where john connor is uh, there's a big pepsi vending machine right there and it's like i just <laughs> i felt like it was everywhere um was a little distracting there, or that maybe I just scene. pay Oof. attention to that too much. I don't know. That arcade scene is awesome, though. Um, yeah. Cause, just because of the all, all the old games, you know, the Afterburner game. I'm pretty sure it's Afterburner. He was sitting in when you know, yeah, uh, the kid tells him to take off. But that that I remember playing those. They were fantastic. And then Terminator Cop guy coming in and just like pushing kids into the wall, yeah, grabbing them by their head and just dropping them. I'm like, well, that's killer um, robot. Yeah, but uh, definitely something you see in 80s and 90s movies compared to movies today. Yeah, Yeah. movies today, they kind (laughs) of just, you know what happened, but they're not going to show them actually, like, you know, shoving a kid into a wall by his head, you know, (laughs) just saying. Um, Then we get that intense chase scene. Oh, yeah, that's, Um, that's a classic chase scene, too. Which is fine. The Harley, the, the, uh, the giant wrecker. Yeah. And it was interesting. Uh, definitely went on longer than it needed to. Oh, man. Classic chase scenes went on forever, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, but it got to the point the where it was just like, okay, like either catch up to each other or do something because this is just, you know, I, I'm legit getting bored of this chase scene. Like, this is going on too long. Uh, I love this. And then, of course, at the end, there's an explosion because what chase scene doesn't end with a giant explosion? That's right. You know? That's right. So I, I'm not going to lie. I rolled my eyes a little bit you at gotta, that you, one. you got to establish that the bad guy can survive giant explosions. It, yeah. No, I just assumed because he's a bad guy. You know, they usually well, can handle almost everything until the till the last scene, of course. have been watching a lot of bad guys. You know, this was, this was early bad guy. Yeah. So not everybody was used to... The bad guys having such power. <laughs> I guess. Except for Vader. I don't, That's why I don't Vader know. was so, uh, so popular. All right. All right. So um, I thought the writing was done pretty well to James fill Cameron. you in on, you know, everything that's going on, especially after not seeing the first one. Yeah. You know, there were um, just things that were mentioned that were like, oh, okay. And they, you know, tie it back to everything so you know. So, again, if you didn't see the first one, it didn't matter at this point. Um, it was explained without making you feel like you're stupid and that it has to be explained to you. Um, more of just like helping push the story along, which I liked. You yeah. know, you always get that one movie where it's like, 
listen, I can fill in the holes myself, but they're still like explaining it to you like you're a moron. Yeah. Um, and then it just kills the movie. And I, I felt like they somehow found a great balance between explaining a lot to you without it making you feel dumb. Yeah. Um, so I did like that. Um, all right. So right after that, uh, Terminator, John Connor on the bike. And he's like, I got to pick up some things from my house. And the Terminator is like negative. The other Terminator will try to acquire you there. Um, again, the writing very clever with that. Not necessarily the whole negative you know, whatever you hear it throughout the movie, and it's like, okay, whatever. Um, but just the other Terminator will try to acquire you there. Like, okay, yeah, I, I could see that a robot using that kind of term for that um, instead of get you, pick you up there, what, what not? Snatch yourself. <laughs> yeah, basically, you know, uh, they didn't put that put that chip in, so he would talk like that. I yes, guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I, I thought it was well done. I liked it. You know, I thought it was it was cute. Um, that, of course, leads to the phone booth scene. Wait. Before the phone booth, though, doesn't he um, get into the fight? With, oh, yeah, that might be before that. I believe so. Because that was the top of the line... John Connor is a jerk. Oh, yeah. Is terrible. Okay. So, the Terminator grabs him. You know, he's got his arms on him, whatever. So, he starts yelling for help. Uh, finds out that the Terminator has to do what he tells him to do. Um, so, then, like, two guys come up to help because he was just yelling for help. And, like, this creep is on me. Somebody help me. You know, freaking out. Two guys come up, and then John Connor's just, like, telling him to take a hike. And then tells the Terminator to, to pick up the one guy, and then the Terminator's <laughs> picking him, him up his by his hair. <laughs> this guy was trying to help you. You were yelling for help, and now you're being a jerk. Yeah, he's now, a pretty bad kid. Yeah, um, again. But he back, was raised without a mommy. That's what happens. No, there is no excuse for that kind of behavior. I am sorry. <laughs> that at that at that point, I was really like, you know, I know he's not going to die and all that. That's you know, of course, th this story is going to have a happy the story, ending. He's the main character. Yeah, but man, and Furlong killed it. As I mean, Eddie Furlong was so good in that role. He's like Carlton Banks. He he didn't get any other roles. And, oh. Just, just mad thinking about it. <laughs> he's, the, he's the savior of the world, you know. He's the leader of the resistance against the machines. That's fine and all, but that doesn't excuse that behavior, you know? <laughs> I love it. I absolutely oh, love it. Oh, gosh, it was awful. And okay, and watching then, her watch that scene was about as cringe as mad. you could, as I you could be. I was so mad. It was great. Um, okay, so then I believe is the is the phone booth scene, or the phone booth scene was before that. I don't remember. Either way, the, um, the, it's right around there. Yeah, and... Uh, that was that was well done too. You like you that? Know, that where, is, that's a classic. Um, he's saying my my foster parents are never that nice. Yes, yeah, you know on the phone. Wrong. She's never this nice. Yeah, which at first I thought that was I really thought like 
no, you're just a jerk kid. <laughs> I legit believe that he was just being a jerk. Um, but when they did the whole, you know, what's wrong with Wolfie? And that's not the dog's name. Yeah. And the mom's like, oh, Wolfie is fine. Your foster parents are dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. It's just like, you know, all of a sudden it's not like, oh, my gosh, we got to get over there. They may be hurt. It's no, they're dead. Yeah, they're dead now. And then the reveal. Yeah. That was just that was an intense scene. It really was. Um, Very cool. Yeah, well done. It, you it's know? such a great see. This is why Terminator Two is so much better than the first one. I mean, none of that. I mean, you get some pretty cool stuff with like him being the robot and whatnot, but, but not see, like this. It was this was really really good. And that's the especially problem, in '92. And that's what uh, turned me off to all the Terminator movies is because, uh, first of all, we all know how I feel about robots and AI and that's all right. that kind of stuff. So I'm not really. This isn't my go-to movie. And as much as I can deal with, like, an action movie and all that, like, it's got to have other things in play to keep me entertained. Because I'm, again, the the chase scene was good for the first two minutes. After that, I'm bored with it and I don't care anymore. So, like, um, action movies are very iffy with me of whether I'm going to like it or not. So I was never interested in watching the Terminator movies because it's, robots and action and that's that's it yep you know i hear you um so i forgot the whole point of all that i don't you like the story and the elements uh, they're in yeah you know and and the way certain scenes and things were done were enough to you know hold my attention or you know have that um suspense or a little twist or whatnot where it was like oh okay i i actually didn't see that coming you know um next note on here is just what the heck that creepy little guard guy in the mental institution licking sarah's face oh when the dude licks her face that was so gross because she's pretending to be catatonic and whatnot and yeah he i guess was trying to see if she really was or whatever but yeah that is every time i watch this movie as that scene approaches, like, I'll get up and go to the bathroom and let it run. Yeah. Just, it's just so weird. It, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess James Cameron was trying to highlight the uh, the idea of abuse in, within mental institutions or I some guess, stuff like that. I guess, because it worked. I was just like, ugh. Like, I'd like uh, to think about it. At least maybe he was trying to go for that instead of just being a friggin' creeper. Yeah, because that is a really weird scene. It just is. Um. At this point, you know, I, of course, skip the part where she's, you know, grabbed the paperclip earlier when she was being interrogated and all that. But, you know, we all saw her grab the paperclip. It wasn't, you know, it, it's right there. I knew she was going to. I mean, she's smart. We already know that. And we know that she's had training and, you know, planning for doomsday, basically. Mm-hmm. So I know she's going to be able to break out of her locks and all that. So part of that was... Um, you know, predictable, of course. Um, figured uh, they were all going to reunite, be a happy family until the... <laughs> um, well, you know, because yeah, we already yeah. know John Connor and um, Arnold Schwarzenegger are, are on the way. We already know that. Um, so did not think that the other Terminator was going to get there first. So you didn't see like that whole showdown coming like that? No, That's, no. I yeah, figured exactly. it would come afterwards. I figured she would escape from the mental institution. They'd pick her up, you know, whatever. They'd be on the run for a little while before he came up there. 
um, not realizing like, no, he's gonna he's going to be there so before great, she even gets a chance to break out. Great T one thousand scenes too, where he uh, you know he's the floor and then he replicates the the security guard and just. That was my note. The floor is a nice hiding spot for the Terminator. Yeah. I did not see that coming. Uh, that was really well done. After I just got done talking about, well, it's kind of predictable. I know <laughs> she's going to do this. You know, well, I didn't see that one coming. So, um, side note. Didn't want to be distracted by this, but was distracted by this. The more I thought about it, the more I realized you have to do scenes like this in movies. Otherwise, the story is not going to um, continue or it's going to stall out at a spot that it shouldn't. But my notes said that I didn't like it when Sarah's trying to escape and has that key ring full of keys and just happens to grab the right key each time effortlessly opens the door. It's definitely not happening. It does not matter how many times you have watched people open doors and all that. You are, if you have more than. What if they were labeled? You just can't see the label. No. Just, no, no, just no. Even at that, if they are labeled, you know, to make sure you put it in the right way and, you know, it's not tricky. Have you, no, keys and locks and all that kind of stuff get difficult, (laughs) whatever. She would have been caught. You bump into the weirdest stuff. I, I'm telling you. I know. You. And like, as it happened, I was like, just ignore it, just ignore it, just ignore it. Because again, if you showed her fumbling with the keys, it would have just derailed the entire movie. But for whatever. Right, you can only fumble for so long. Yeah. To make it suspenseful before it's like, come on. Yeah. And not only that, but then if she fumbles anymore, I mean, the guy's right there. Yeah. She's going to die. And that's just going to be the end of the movie. So you can't have that. But I could not get my head around this. And maybe it's just like, I don't know. I don't know why it was. But um, I understand that, you know, to keep the scene moving, you just, you, it's just got to go that way. But man, just make it one key on that key ring. The key opens all the doors or something. I don't know. Just seeing her just, just all good to go kind of thing. I got, I got caught up in it. Well, yeah. nowadays you got key fobs and swipe cards, so you're yeah. fine. Yeah, so nowadays I don't have to worry about that. Thank <laughs> don't God. Don't worry, the keys won't hurt you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I do get hung up on the dumbest things, but I really had to like. I wouldn't go with dumbest. It's just the most random stuff. I had to mentally tell myself like, don't, don't worry about it. You know. There is no realistic way to portray this without completely ruining the entire movie. Fantastic. All right. So anyways, you know, I didn't like that she didn't have to fumble with her keys like a normal person would. But, you know, that's movie magic there. Um, So Sarah Connor's monologue about the Terminator being the best dad for John and how it would never leave him or get drunk or hit him and all that stuff. That was kind of weird. I was was not a fan of that. Okay. Not going to lie. Yeah. You know, like, I, I I get it. I get what they were going for, you know, but it just, it just seemed weird, you know. <sighs> he, he doesn't, he doesn't need the perfect dad and all that kind of stuff. She wasn't saying that she wanted him to be his dad. I, it just, I felt like it wasn't needed, you know. I feel like the that monologue uh, did not need to be there. Um, there's another time later in the movie where um, they're at the the lab guy's house. Yeah. Um, and she starts going Miles off. Miles Bennett Dyson. Yeah, and she starts going off about, like, all you know about is destroying life. You've never cared for life. You've never created life yeah. and all that. And it was just kind of like. Mm. Well, she's crazy. Yeah, and luckily, um, 
John. John says something about it and goes, you know, calm down, yeah. whatever. But I've, We need to be a little more constructive here. Yeah, but it was just, uh, <laughs> there was a couple times where I felt like the movie was trying to get way too deep. Well, James and it was Cameron like, is, is James Cameron. I mean, you know, you can find that in pretty much every one of his movies. Yeah, but that was a, a little too much where I'm like, it's a movie. Stop it. But then again, I get all deep about keys, so who am I to, there you go. to say? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, so they go to the lab place to uh, to blow everything up. Yep. Okay. So Skynet. They, yep. They already went into that guy's house. She already shot him. Um, that whole freaky scene. Well, where what's she become Skynet? I can't yeah. remember what the hell the name of the company was called. I don't remember. Cyberdyne. Okay. Well, that's what it was. Um, but yeah, so she shoots the guy, and then she's in the house, and she's got the gun pointed at him to try to kill him and everything, and then she's crying and whatever, and they talk, and they all decide, okay, let's let's just blow up everything. Let's get rid of the information and make sure nobody can work from the information that I have already started and the research that I've done and all that. Um, so they go to the lab place to blow everything up. Uh, glad the Terminator kept his word about not killing everyone. Um <laughs> And he's just, like, shooting everybody in the legs, um, which <laughs> love it was interesting. Yeah. Again, they... Odd comic relief, in, in yes. you know? It just it just is. And but it worked. It, all over that. There's a couple of those scenes, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, when they're trying to get through the one door, and and they're like, my key, he's like, my key doesn't work. And Arnold's just like, let me try mine. And it just yeah. blows a hole in the wall. Yeah, yeah. Um, Some weird comic relief in there. I feel like that was needed though yeah you know because there's a lot of intense scenes and again the the few times where it starts getting kind of deep and whatever like you need something to kind of balance the entire movie out um so now you got the terminator and uh the connors are on the run after you know they've done all their explosions and and all (laughs) there's a there was a lot of that lab scene was just great but there's just so much of like in-depth explosions, shooting scenes, and all that kind of stuff. And then they're on the run, and it's uh, it's a long chase scene again. And I get all the extra stuff with the helicopter and whatnot, but it just How about when uh, the helicopter's chasing them and they're in that the pickup truck or something like that, and he just hits the brakes. And smashes the helicopter. It's just great. There are some interesting, sure, great moments in the chase scenes. You've got to suspend, you know, reality when you're watching. I mean, we're talking about killer robots and time travel. That's fine. I don't care. You can have all those explosions and all that kind of stuff (laughs) that don't um, necessarily make a lot of sense. But it's just, again, um, kind of drawn out. Yeah, Yeah. I feel like... Um, the lab core, whatever explosions and all that. I was like, okay, I'm ready for the next scene. And then the next scene was this chase scene that I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm ready for the next scene. And yeah. the chase scene just, I felt like the end of the movie really dragged. Well, the end of the movie is a chase scene, basically. Yeah, but like that entire situation from the moment that they get to that research facility or whatever to the end of the movie it could have been 10 15 minutes and i feel like it was what 30 yeah i don't know i just me either but it it felt long they drag um, out they drag out the whole um 
It, it is the the whole scene in the in the what is it like a steel foundry or some junk like yeah, that? Yeah, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, Arnold's been stabbed. He's dead. Oh, he's that powered T-1000 down. Does a number on him. Yeah, just rips him right up. But now he's powered down and everything, and now what has backup power power, and all that comes back and more chasing of the Connors and (laughs) it just the ending lasted a little long for me and then when um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's got to get rid of that last chip which is in his brain um, uncomfortable scene as he's being lowered into you know basically molten metal yeah Yeah. Um, and him and Sarah are just making eye contact as he's slowly being lowered into this thing. He's, he's just a robot. Yeah, he's but why is she staring back like that? She should turn around. Well, she had like, to make sure he got all the way in. She had I, the button. I guess, but I just, I was like, okay, you know, and we don't need to see. I I get the idea. He's he's in there. It's fine. He's in there. <laughs> It just... You've got to make sure he was completely gone, because then yeah. otherwise, you know... I mean, John was watching. <laughs> it's fine. What else you got? Is that it? No, that was, that was my last note. Um, again, towards the end, the, the last scenes um, dragged a little bit for me, and I, I did have a hard time with them. We've I got, was ready uh, for the movie to end. We've got at least one more James Cameron movie for you. You've seen Avatar. You've seen Titanic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and all that. We've got to get to True Lies eventually. That'll probably be the... I didn't know that was him, too. The final James Cameron movie. Yeah, James Cameron and Arnold. Okay. Um, it, that is that is just a really weird 90s staple that we'll get to. But uh, but T2 and, and, and True Lies. So Terminator 2, that's your uh, basically introduction to old school J- Jimmy Cameron, you know. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, I don't know. His stuff is just, it's intense, I think, as a good yeah, way to put it. Um, Even Titanic, it gets intense. I mean, there was just, there was so much, and I had so many different thoughts throughout the entire movie, where I was like, oh, okay, um, I can get behind a movie like this. And then I was like, oh, not really. And then I was like, oh, no, okay, that, that was a great twitch. <clears throat> twist. Like, I felt, I felt like I would feel one way about a movie, and then the about the movie and then the next scene would change that like when i was mentioned earlier where it was predictable that she was going to get out of there and then all of a sudden the other terminator shows up which wasn't predictable so like i felt like i was guessing wrong about this movie the entire time so which is a good it, thing you gotta just let it come to you like, yeah. don't worry about guessing you know well not necessarily like guessing like guessing the next scene i mean more of like um more like guessing how I'm going to feel about it, you know, where it's like, oh, I think this is going to be funny because, you know, somebody said something funny earlier. And then it's like, oh, no, it doesn't. It's not a funny movie. Ah, right. Okay. Are you ready for your review questions? Um, no, actually, not this time around. Did you like it? All in all, yes. Okay. And, yes. you know, good because it's Terminator 2, man. Yeah. You know? fun fun is one way to put it yeah that is you know we don't have to get all siskel and ebert on you know how pretty sure they don't spend 20 minutes yelling about keys so i don't remember exactly how siskel and ebert were but you know i know they can get nuts all right (laughs) 
part. Well, good to know I'm in good company. So yeah. you got a you got a yes for did you like it? Um, yeah, I, I will give it a yes. Okay. What did you know about Terminator 2: Judgment Day going in? I knew that Arnold Schwarzenegger was in it. Um, I knew he was a robot. That's about it. Yeah. All right. Your thoughts going into Terminator 2: Judgment Day? Um, I was pretty sure I wasn't gonna like it. Yeah. Again, I. First of all, it's robots. <laughs> Again, we AI. know how I feel about that kind of stuff. So, n- not a fan, not interested to begin with. Um, the fact that uh, older action movies too fall into that kind of category where it's got to be done just right to keep my attention. Again, I got bored through all the chase scenes by the end. Um, so I felt, you know, that I was just not going to like this movie and it was just going to be too much for me basically have you ever seen the movie ronin no so i I can't remember that's late 90s early 2000s something like that if this is the movie i'm thinking of there's about a 45 minute car chase scene yeah nope i would get up and walk (laughs) away at that point i really would like getting something to keep my attention to begin with is hard enough um and so you know a lot of times with these movies that we review, like I have to remind myself, you know, pay attention to the movie, you know? Yeah. Um, because a lot of times I do want to get up and I want to go do something else. Um, so if the movie makes it so I can easily do that, then obviously I'm not going to like the movie. Of course. I need something to keep me engaged. It's that TikTok generation. Yeah. Yeah. It's short some, attention span. It's there. It really it just is. can't sit anymore. Nope. All right, next question. Uh, what surprised you about Terminator 2, Judgment Day? Um, I would say uh, the the funnier scenes, the, the moments where Arnold would make you laugh kind of thing. Um, didn't I didn't expect any of that. Like, I've heard the lines before and, and all Hasta of that. Hasta la vista, baby. Yeah, you know, but there were certain scenes where it was just like, huh, that was good, you know? Um I didn't think I was going to get any of that. I figured, no, it's all been played out. I already know and, and all all that. Okay. Well, cool. I, I, I'm glad that you did like it because, you know, that makes it a lot more fun instead of if you were just sitting through. You know, struggling. Some, yeah, struggling yeah. through some piece of crap movie. You know what yeah. I mean? Hopefully we can avoid stuff you just absolutely hate. You know, that's the thing about the, the Under a Rock reviews is that we're, we're mining, you know, pun intended. We're mining the good ones, you yeah. know, the good stuff, and we're making you, you know, making sure you've seen these good movies that, that uh, are beloved. So, well, and I think hopefully that's, we don't that's, run into too much of that. I think that's what helps. Are these are beloved movies already? Yeah. So, but I'm sure there are going to be a few ones that I I mentioned that are a struggle to get through. Sure. Um, that's that's just a part of it. Yeah, I mean, you know, and and we're we're gonna have to, like we've talked about before, the dramas will have to be kind of spread out pretty good so yeah you know, hopefully uh you know but hopefully you dig those too so uh let's see here would you have liked it more or less if you saw it when you were younger that's a tough one if you saw it when you were like 13 um i don't think so no i don't think i'd like it younger okay it'd be harder to follow or you wouldn't have followed it yeah or... and again once that chase scene got too long for me, I would have been up and out. <laughs> would have been gone. That's yeah. terrible. All right. This uh, time, I can at least tell myself that it is going to end soon. <laughs> 
What, uh, what was your favorite part? Favorite part. Favorite part. Um, I would probably say, um, hmm. Nothing jumps right out at you? Or are you trying to choose? Uh, well, there's there's two things that I keep going back and forth between uh, where the phone booth scene, because, um, again, I thought that was really well done. It's a good choice. Um, and the um, when Sarah Connor is breaking out of the mental institution and the the Terminator is the liquid floor, basically. Yeah. Um, again, just because that was so much of a. I just didn't see that coming. I didn't see him coming to the mental institution. So like that caught me really off guard. But I think I think I'd have to go with the phone booth scene. Just, Good choice. Just because of, of, of how it's done. And then when he's like, give me the phone. And then he starts talking in his voice. And it's just like I didn't see any of that happening. So that was like a complete surprise around. And it was, you know, it. It was a story right there. The story in between everything. Yeah. Well, cool. And that's, you know, one of the better parts, too. So I'm glad that you like that. And that's a, a good choice. We know your least favorite part, of course, probably the, the keys that she The keys can, is up so there. I don't again. think we got to go down that hallway yeah. again. That, and again, um, where I felt like the movie was trying to get deep, the, what, second monologue that Sarah Connor does and, and the um, yelling about creating life thing i'm just not a fan okay would you recommend it to someone else who hasn't seen it ever it would depend on the person yeah it would um on the idea of hey this is a movie that you should watch because everybody has seen it sure so yeah my close friends who maybe knowing them a little bit better than knowing that they wouldn't care definitely not going to be like nah you got to sit through it you got to see it um which a few people come to mind where i'm just like mm, i wouldn't i tell them not to worry about it what a random person who's never seen it that you're having a conversation at a party or something like yeah, that you're like actually, yeah you yeah sure okay. check it out okay uh let's see here would you watch it again um possibly if it's on so would you stop and watch it if it's on tv Sure. Like, if, if it's on and whatever, we're not watching anything else, sure. That's exactly that's how you watch Terminator 2, by yeah. the way. Um, and, it's not something I'm going to go seek out. Right. Let me put it that way. Okay. Yeah. And uh, are you happy you watched it? Yeah, because, I, you know, there's enough mentions of Terminator and all that kind of stuff to... You definitely want to know all those references. Lots of them. I just... There was... Uh, I don't even remember what we were watching the other day, and there was references to it. And it was just like, wow, we're about to watch that movie. So yeah. there you go. So, all right. Well, cool. That is the Under a Rock review of Terminator 2 Judgment Day. I think we did okay, considering, I mean, you know, the action movie genre isn't exactly your your number one choice either. So no. Um, I think we might even do better with some dramas than some action movies. Yeah. And, I mean, it just depends on, and I hate to say that because I feel like there's no rhyme or reason to it. But some movies just draw me in, well, and course. it's, you know, I'm going to love the movie, even if it's a stupid movie. And I always go back to um, uh, Sandra Bullock's All About Steve. <laughs> she won a Razzie for that movie. Yeah. It is an awful B movie. 
And I absolutely love it. Like, I would watch that over and over again. I think she's just the cutest thing in that movie. I think it's a funny story, and I don't understand why people think it's so bad. Um, But there was something that drew me in right away to that movie, and I love it. You know, so some of these movies where it's going to be, or like Hocus Pocus, I don't see what that huge draw with that movie is. Yeah, it's the nostalgia factor. I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah, I just... I think it's overhyped, and I, I just have no interest in it. And, like, that was one, and I believe we mentioned it, that, no, I don't need to see that again. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that to other people to watch, you know. You you don't need to get those references that people put everywhere with that movie. It, it just Well, there's not know. as many in Hocus Pocus as something like The Terminator. Correct. Or The Shining. Yeah. Or, yes. you know, E.T. And, and Ghostbusters and stuff like that, so... At least you like, uh, you know, I'm happy you like Ghostbusters. Yeah. If you don't get down with Hocus Pocus, that's totally fine. But, I mean, I all in all, we're just, we're going to find some movies where it's like, hey, no, I don't like this, or I, I really love this, and maybe I really love a movie that just wasn't really that great, but for whatever reason, draws me in. And, you know, once you like it, you like it. So, that's right. we'll see. All right. Well, officially... Naomi's on the record of liking Terminator 2 Judgment Day. So there you go. The Under a Rock reviews uh, will continue next week. No idea what decade we're going to, what movie we're going to, nope. or what have you. But we do have homework for you between now and then. What is your old person trait? Is it uh, just not being able to handle watching people use keys in movies? Or or, or is it uh, you know something with modern technology or what have you? You heard the examples. It should have been like a, a key slider thing, you know. That it was would have 19, just... it, it was actually released in ninety one, so I mean, you know, using a credit card Did to open a door. Did hotels have those things at that point? I do not believe so. No, using a credit card to open a door in nineteen ninety one would have been as futuristic as the T one thousand. Well, believe. they could have done that because again, futuristic. They could have done that anyway. I just, I. It's just amazing where you can't suspend, you know, reality for a few minutes. Terminator that's made no, of metal no. walking through the, the bars is totally, <laughs> totally fine. acceptable. That's fine. But the fact that maybe she had seen these keys used over and over again, just not acceptable I whatsoever. Think, no, I think the problem <laughs> is because I have a key ring that has about 20 keys on it. Yeah. And I know exactly to what each. Uh, so all the keys look the same, but I know where each one goes. Mm-hmm. But even at that, I still fumble with them sometimes. <laughs> And I use these every day. Uh, it's still, it's 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 2023. You're not used to using keys until, you know, you started having to use these keys. You can keys make whatever recently. excuse that you want. <laughs> but if I you just... were in the era of keys, you'd, <laughs> you'd be <laughs> fantastic. I love it. See, this is why it's okay. Because even if she doesn't like a movie, it's for some weird-ass reason like that. <laughs> you know? It is, because that will take me out of the movie. It's fantastic. Yeah. It, it will, too, you know, where it's like, okay, pause it. I got to write this down. And it's I just know that you're going. It's like, something stupid. I, yeah, I know yeah. it's negative. And it's like, that's not why we're watching these, but okay. Uh, but it's <laughs> worth mentioning, it let me just say. It absolutely is, because yeah. we're going to have years and years of fun with this one <laughs> i'm not going to be able to get into the apartment door you realize this the next time i go to open the apartment door and be like are you mad because i can't get to the keys fast well enough? i'm just gonna look at you and go see <laughs> all right right on that is episode 33 and our under a rock review of terminator 2 that was fun yes thank you uh for for bearing through that one um, i love it but uh you know we'll see see but, again you know. i try not to get distracted by that stuff but between that and then what the snow 
scenes in Gremlins <laughs> was driving me nuts where they just basically spray painted <laughs> trees with leaves on. I mean, the leaves are green as under a rack reviews with set critiques and <laughs> everything. Hey, I'm you get the listen, whole nine yards. I talked about the music and background next noises week in the uh, review questions next week. I'll put what did you think of the set pieces? <laughs> was the visual effects okay? But hey, you have to. We had to mention the visual effects Honestly, in Ghostbusters. Should should I put a question in? That's like, what ridiculous thing did you bump into in this one? Yeah, you. Sh- I think you should. That right. way, it doesn't get lost in the middle. Because I always. Then it's you won't tangent that, for yes, one. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm not gonna lie. There was like a paragraph about keys do in we, here. Do we? Do we want the tangents? Let us know. Do we like the, the tangents about? No, the no. It probably like takes that. away from the the movie. <laughs> I I just need to stop, and and grow up. I love. I it. think. I don't know. Fantastic. We'll see what happens. It depends on what the next thing is that sets me off. I guess <laughs> in the next movie. You know, in real life, they would not be doing this. Yeah, you yep. know, it's a movie. But Metal Robot, totally fine. Yeah, well, that was Terminator. Oh, That's cool. Uh, tell your friends, Luke and Naomi on air. They're dumb. Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Google Podcasts, we're on Amazon now. Yeah, I'll get everywhere. back to YouTube eventually, but I got to do them in order, and I got to get that one video up. So You still haven't done that? Yeah. Oh. Hey, you know, you're more than welcome to edit the video for me if you'd no, like. No, all right, so interested. I'll get to it when I do. Okay. But uh, you, you can still hear all the episodes everywhere you get your podcasts, and Amazon too, and Spotify, uh. and everywhere you get your podcasts. All right, it's that time for uh, Thought of the Day. Thought of the day, thought of the day. It's your thought of the day, thought of the day. It's beautiful. I no, stop. I liked it. I, I loved it. I should have stopped years ago when he would complain about it when we were on the air. I miss Snickers complaining about your singing. Uh, there's a perception that you just can't invent a word, and yet hundreds of thousands of them have been invented. Yeah. That's deep. Think about that. Think That's about deep. that for Now a who's getting deep? Oh, you know, James Cameron had rubbed <laughs> off, I guess. There you go. You going to leave us with a laugh? I am going to do my best. What do you got? Uh, this is a very 90s-specific one, but uh, my wife asked me to stop singing the song Wonderwall. I said maybe. Uh, just, no. No? <laughs> yes. Yes. If you, you know, the know song, it, everybody is singing it in their head right now. You're gonna be the one that saves me. me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. One more. All right. What do you call a fat psychic? I don't know. A fortune teller. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's messed up. Love it. <laughs> Thanks for the book of dad jokes, Brian. The hundred greatest dad jokes of all time, Victor Jr. Really appreciate it. These, I mean, these have been just perfect amazing yes absolutely amazing all right we'll see we'll uh, we'll see you we'll talk to you next week for episode 34 another good number yeah i like that number when you went on your whole rant earlier today about loving the number 33 Patrick i was Ewing. like huh that's funny because next episode is 34 and i'm i'm drawn to that one patrick ewing from the new york Knicks. that's why i like 33 one of the all reasons right. okay talk to you next week um have some fun this week be excellent to each other love, love you, you bye, bye.